Hey, uh, welcome to another episode of Jay and Ross Talk Shit. I'm Ross. I'm Jay. Uh, so this week we got mostly just stuff we've been watching, kind of. Yeah, like, yeah we, we don't really... Nothing happened in the world. <laughs> nothing anywhere Nothing. Happened. Just nothing. I mean, you know, other than like all the wars and the terrible things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, blah, blah, blah. Right. Whatever, That that's every Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, like, they're more pressing issues, like yeah. Jason watching an episode of... Uh, Vanilla Ice Goes Amish, was it? Yes! It was a quality program where uh-huh. uh, Rob Van Winkle, a.k.a. Vanilla Ice, uh-huh. Ice Ice Baby, a word to your mother, uh, <laughs> he has a reality TV show on Netflix where he pretty much goes to Amish country. Yeah, and I mean... that's the premise. Yeah, so I've heard that this show existed. Yes. I remember hearing about it at the time because just the words together... Uh, it, vanilla Ice goes Amish. It just feels like grasping at random. Oh, it pieces. breaks your brain. It yeah. breaks. <laughs> so was this a passion project for Vanilla Ice? Like, ah, <laughs> uh, if you consider a passion project, hey, I really need the money. <laughs> then yes, I just want to know who pitched this show. Like, I want to know whether Vanilla Ice went to network and like, all right, guys, I got a great idea for you. <laughs> I love Amish people, and I would like to go Amish with cameras around me, or whether networks, whether networks like, we should do a show about the Amish. Who can we get for that? Yeah. <laughs> Vanilla Ice. Uh, in my, th- I have a theory that cocaine pitched this show. Yeah, I feel like... Lots of cocaine. Whichever direction it came from, it, it was coke fuel. It was definitely cocaine. Uh-huh. Definitely. Oh, I got it. I got it. Which ironically, got it. I'm pretty sure the Amish don't do. <laughs> so how was Vanilla Ice Goes Amish? The worst thing I've ever seen, um, and I've watched Geely, <laughs> and Freedom Land, and Wolf Creek, all three of those movies. <laughs> Such an interesting and random collection of movies. Yeah. Like Geely, where it's like, this is an accepted terrible movie by so many people mm-hmm. and then like freedom land that which one is that again that's, that's with samuel jackson okay. and julianne moore where julianne moore loses that's, her kid that's right you blames that. it on black people <laughs> like, i haven't like, seen that one yeah and like that's the whole movie and then <laughs> we find out that julianne moore is a lying bitch oh accidentally killed her kid or a boyfriend accidentally <laughs> killed her kid spoiler alert it. yeah black people are the scapegoats yes and, and then there's like like Rodney King like riots in the movie and shit. Okay. And it's the worst like acted movie I've ever seen in my life. Wow, because there's some good people in there. I know, yeah. Samuel Jackson, you can tell he doesn't give a shit. Julia Moore is just like my son is dead. Oh, oh my god, she's good in so much stuff. I know, but uh, then Wolf Creek is just a horror movie, right? Yeah, yeah. It's no, well, it's a vacation. It's somebody's vacation film for uh-huh. fifty minutes. And then some old dude decides to like hunt and kill them. <laughs> oh, okay. And then Quentin Tarantino got paid a hundred grand to promote it, basically. And like, no, just put put his name on. Yeah, it. yeah. Like that's that was the first time that like that got me because it said like Quentin Tarantino. Like, oh, shit, so I was like, shit, awesome. Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I need to watch this now. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is this yeah. is a piece of. And I then vaguely I looked at remember and I was hearing like, like kind of like, mixed things on that one. It was a piece of shit. Yeah, it was a piece of shit. Huh. It would have to like have one cool thing happen to be a piece of shit. <laughs> so I don't even know what it is. Yeah. So not recommended. Any yeah. Of those. Re- and it, but I'd rather but watch. <laughs> I'd rather ice. watch Keanu Reeves take a dump for two hours. <laughs> it's Keanu Reeves of all people. Yeah. So it, just just to clarify for listeners, 
is it is watching Keanu Reeves take a shit better than watching other people take a shit or worse? <laughs> That's a good question. Or is it just like I, uh, I just watch shits being taken I before I would watch any of those movies again? And, you know, I don't know. Not sure. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty much how he acts in, yeah. in movies. He, but but either way, he kind of has like he's trying to take a shit but can't take a shit. Mm-hmm. Like he, it's more like yeah, he, he has a very constipated way about him. <laughs> so so. Either way, it's better than watching any of those movies or Vanilla no, Ice Goes worse. Amish. Oh, like, that would be, wor- yeah, be worse. Yeah, Vanilla Ice Goes Amish. Vanilla Ice Goes Amish is the worst native. thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Because uh, it's pretty much that he goes and then he, and it's like project, it's like one of those uh, build your house shows yeah. or whatever, you know, like, like where, where like the family has no money and they're like, hey, we're going to build this house and shit. Mm-hmm. And like they can't do a lot of shit. Like that's half the show is like they're trying yeah, to do things like like real people <laughs> and like, and like just just so our listeners don't get offended because this is the thing I don't that was a joke it all yeah <laughs> it all merit is Amish people are gonna want, listen to our show it's honest. true any people like to get offended on behalf of other people oh these yeah days, so I don't wanna <laughs> well, like, Amish are real people <laughs> oh no they, they are too are you sure well then all I gotta say to those people is Oh man, <laughs> you just offended. Well, I don't know somebody. Cool, <laughs> but cool. Anyway, I did, I did my deed for the day. So this is a show where Vanilla Ice goes and helps work on houses, but they can't do anything because they're all Amish and yeah. electricity and stuff is yeah. usually forbidden. And yeah, like that and like fucking like one and like the lady like they're like trying to knock down her wall and her gas pipe. Is literally outside in the house, and it's like, mm-hmm. like has a lamp hooked up to it. Mm-hmm. It's like there's no way that's safe. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and like then they they got this other guy. He's like the brother-in-law of like the family, uh-huh. the most boring individual I've ever met in my life. Like, I'd rather have conversation with a dead person. <laughs> and um, <laughs> like seriously, but yet he knows how to do everything uh-huh. because they don't have technology, so they don't have shit to do. Like, yeah, he's an expert just, in a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it just keeps them from killing themselves. <laughs> like, like seriously, and then Vanilla Ice says his like. Word to your mother every five minutes, and does he really? Yeah, no, I, not, not maybe that's a little. Well, but, but but he still goes around saying word to your mother and shit. Yeah, he's because. like he's like I'm. You know who I am. Uh, nice, and like I was a dude, and like and like that's the thing they want it. Like who's this weirdo? Because he's got tattoos and all kinds of shit. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm Vanilla Ice, and he's like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> he's like, go ninja, he's go like, ninja, exactly, go, yeah, go ninja, go ninja, go. That's how most of the public is about <laughs> yeah. Vanilla Ice now. So it's really he's in his element. <laughs> I would do the ninja rap with Vanilla Ice right now. You, yeah, if Vanilla Absolutely. Ice showed up, or... absolutely. <laughs> so if I would be like, I seriously, mm-hmm. I would do it right here in front of everybody. You would? I would. What are the circumstances that you would? I don't know. You just would do if it. just like he, if he just jumped through the wall like a okay. Kool-Aid man. So he'd have to be here for, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. You're not going to just break out into the. I might. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be talking about like what the Avengers or Daredevil later and you'll just start singing the ninja. <laughs> Actually, that's appropriate for Daredevil. For but. sure. <laughs> but, uh, so, and, then, and then I did some research on Vanilla Ice. Mm-hmm. He's kind of a bag of shit. <laughs> like, 
he's really? Been, yeah, he's been arrested like ten times for like various shits. Before or after he became like Vanilla both. Ice, both. Yeah. Did you ever see him on uh, like way, way back? MTV had like a special where it was like the 20 worst music videos of all time or whatever. Yeah. And they invited Vanilla Ice on the show. Yeah. And like. He, and he damn near killed Janine Garofalo or whatever. Yeah, he like just starts smashing shit all yeah. over and they're all like, what the we like they didn't plan him to freak out on the show. Yeah, but yeah, it was it was such an awkward thing anyway because you know they're they're saying these are the worst videos, but the people have to like try not to offend the people on the show. Yeah. So they're like, well, just to reiterate, by worst we just mean you know they were overplayed. It was just too much. No, it was just it's like no, it's it's just a really bad video. Well, yeah, <laughs> like and like. Uh... His, because, like, he even said, like, he even admitted, like, his, that, like, that shit fucked with him. Like, he became, like, a drug addict. Yeah. Because, like, in all fairness, the dude got made fun of for, like, 20 straight years. Like, he's a goddamn punchline. Well, it's, it's gotta be weird to go, yeah, from, like, the height of stardom to a joke, like, yeah. so fast. Yeah. <laughs> like. Oh, yeah, because, like, have you ever seen his movie? <laughs> cool as ice oh i've never seen it oh it's amazing yeah for some reason vanilla ice just like jumps motorcycles through windows like the whole time that kind of sounds great and that's the plot just jumping <laughs> through motorcycles as w- through windows damn it vanilla ice that window is too high yeah. never reaches and like it, it, a lot of the time it's just like a frame of a window so it's uh-huh. not even glass because i guess the budget didn't allow <laughs> <laughs> like so he's just like <laughs> they already did one <laughs> take and broke their window yeah that's so it. this time there's no window sorry sorry rob but <laughs> but it's pretty red and then he got in a fight with like gary coleman on another reality show too i feel that's not fair <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah his rap sheet though it's funny it starts in like 1988 uh-huh. and then goes from 2015 so our entire lives yeah is his rap sheet it's probably a bigger rap sheet than a lot of rappers yeah like he's he's more, he's, vanilla ice has more street vanilla cred ice has some serious street cred <laughs> and like his latest one is like he fucking broke into somebody's garage <laughs> and like stole shit when they weren't home he needed that shit yeah apparently, apparently. Oh, I guess Vanilla Ice, Ice goes Amish didn't take off. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> what a sheer bet that must have been. <laughs> he was really betting big on it. Yeah. He spent his paycheck too soon. Uh, Feeling it. Now, so you read up on Vanilla Ice. Does Vanilla Ice have a background in fixing up houses? No. No. It's really the the boring dude doing okay. everything. And that's what makes the show so, so excruciating. Because so. they got like real world interviews with him. Uh-huh. And he's just like, yeah, I was a person. And I, 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 I'm still a person. And like, it's like, it's the worst shit. And like the worst human being to ever interview ever. So I guess what I'm wondering is... I mean, this. it sounds like this is a show about another guy in the Amish trying to build stuff. So what role does Vanilla Ice play? If he, like, <laughs> he doesn't fix the houses. He doesn't... We, he, like, brings boards and shit. But I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't think he really... <laughs> they needed manual labor. Like, yeah, he's just like, yeah... <laughs> cool as ice word to your mother or whatever they started an Amish show they needed labor they hired like just called out Vanilla Ice applied and they're like 
hey, we have Vanilla Ice. Let's put him in the title. Seriously, because like he's like asking, and like he kind of, sort of knows a little bit. Yeah. I guess I can't remember if he had like if he worked construction when he was a kid, or he worked yeah. construction like when his career fell to shit, or maybe. Both. So he's gotta have something. He's got right? something, but like, but kind of not. It's weird. It was a stretch. Yeah, I would not trust Vanilla Ice building my house. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. If it, I mean, or the Amish, no. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So so not a recommendation. No. How many episodes let, it, were there? Only only if you smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> Is this how you <laughs> viewed? No, I didn't. <laughs> well, that's what was so apparently. excruciating about it. I, I feel like that right. that's the kind of show that you can't like. Yeah. really improve that way though right because it's just boring yeah like the best so. the best things are where it's like it's really really shitty but it's like funny sort of how like shitty no it holds is barred with hulk hogan and that that's perfect yeah yeah and really any movie with have hulk you hogan, seen that movie i haven't oh my god if it's still on again, netflix smoke a joint <laughs> so don't watch this movie it's over are you fucking kidding me <laughs> but yeah audience out there Watch No Holds Barred with Hulk Hogan, but smoke a joint if you're going to. You, you have the recommendation. You'll, you'll kill yourself if you don't. I, I Hulk heard... Hogan plays Rip Thomas, a former like wrestling guy, uh-huh. or like he falls from grace in the middle of the film. Uh, yeah, and like course. he wears like muscle shirts that say like "Rip him" and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, awesome! It's so good. And then, uh, how's uh, it compared to like Suburban Commando? Where it's he's... worse. Wow. There's a scene because uh. The, there's like the, you know, in every 80s film, like two third, like the right before the third act, yeah. there's like the big moment that happens that he needs to get back. Yeah, so he montages to yeah. a better self. So the bad guy like puts uh, his brother in a coma. Uh-huh. And like, so he's like, oh, I should have been there for you. <laughs> Hulk Hogan tries brother. to act for a scene. Yeah, yeah. My, my literal brother. <laughs> brother. And, like, and so they bring the... He's in a wheelchair. It's actually, funny thing, uh, Rita's husband from Dexter, when he was like 20, uh-huh. is the, his brother. <laughs> and so he's like in a wheelchair, right? And like, so Rip, t- everything's going crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rip runs up the stairs. And all of a sudden, like, his brother's in a wheelchair and he just tries to dive in front of Debo from Friday. He's just like, <laughs> Debo's chasing after him. He just goes, Aah! <laughs> well, it's amazing. That is a mashup of things that I wouldn't have thought of being in the same scene. Yeah, so, it's amazing. I gotta check that out. <laughs> I mean, not really right now. But. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I always, I always thought that Hulk Hogan and the Incredible Hulk should be in a movie together called Smash Brothers. Right? <laughs> or the real Hulk. Yeah, yeah. The real. For the real Hulk. We need to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Lou Ferrigno, Hulk Hogan... Edward Norton, <laughs> boom, <laughs> and who was a uh, and uh, Eric Bana, was Eric Bana, right? Eric Bana and uh, Mark Ruffalo, right, right. So yeah. they should all fight for domination. Yeah, who is the real Hulk? Seriously, the real Hulk. I mean that theaters. That's like who let the dogs out? Like seriously, <laughs> how is that like who let the dogs out? That's the new one. <laughs> okay, who let, okay, who let the Hulks out? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yes, that's going to be the new catchphrase. Will the real Hulk please stand up? I'm stealing that from Eminem. We, we need, need to, to go down. pitch it to Disney. I'm down. Marvel Phase 4. Seriously. <laughs>
this? Was there anything else? Yeah, that'll be in the pitch. Like, okay, smoke a joint. Well, <laughs> like doing this. Just, just roll with us. Yeah, come on, man. Just smoke a joint right now. Just put the cocaine down. Okay, <laughs> that won't help this movie. Uh, so yeah, anything else yet on Vanilla uh, uh, Ice Goes Amish? No, not really. No, I only watched one episode because I couldn't. I couldn't tolerate it. How many episodes were there? Of I'm pretty show? sure there's a full season. Yeah. of at least ten. Or yeah, more. I assume they produced them all before yeah. like choosing whether it got another season or anything. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, because like that's the thing that with reality, like it's interesting. I guess maybe because it's like the, like cheap. But they never cancel it in the middle like regular TV shows. Mm-hmm. I've never seen that before. Yeah. Where they're like, the reality shows is like, well, five episodes, fuck it. Yeah. They usually give like a conclusion, which is like, fuck you. Well, they usually shoot them all in one run and then start airing them, right? Oh, like, I have no idea. Like sometimes, sometimes with like uh, ongoing series, they like usually they'll order like a certain number of episodes and then, you know, give it a back nine if it's successful or if it's a like a later season they'll give it the full 22 or 24 or whatever it is yeah. but uh yeah i think reality shows since they're normally limited run anyway they just film them all at once because like it's easier to get everyone together for a short period of time ah. and then they're like well fuck it we already shot all this we've edited half of them might as well finish it out and mm. like since at that point there's next to no budget to worry about and uh and then they can always do stuff like sell it to netflix if it never gets picked up but that's my guess yeah. on that one. That like I'm sure nobody really like it. Probably got some viewers in the first or second episode just because people wanted to see what the hell, right? Why a show exists called Vanilla Ice goes on. Goes Amish, and then after two episodes, they're like, "Oh, there is no reason." <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> but uh, so you've also been watching well, sort of on and off Daredevil on Netflix, all right? Yeah, I kind of been going in and out. Yeah, uh, you said Brett, uh, roommate, yeah. has been watching it all the way through. My, right? Yeah, my roommate binge watched it, so uh-huh. and I'm kinda... I'm halfway through. Okay, so I'll we might to... we might... like I've seen like episode one, like three, nine, and I saw the end. Okay, <laughs> so we'll, we'll might talk a bit about that, but you know, there might be some spoilers in here from the first six, but I don't want to know anything. Okay. From the end, if possible. Okay. So you know that's our spoiler. I'll try warning. to keep. I'll we'll try to keep it to Deborah Ann Wool gives me a boner. That's, where, <laughs> that's I will pretty try much. But well, what? That's do you pretty much my synopsis. So. <laughs> yeah. So she's a. Uh, she was Jessica was in a. Uh, in True Blood. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She. Uh, I think. Like I. They, it's kind of interesting where I'm at that they're setting stuff up, up between her and Foggy because Foggy was just like the comic relief guy mm-hmm. kind of. And then, uh, but yeah, they've got, uh... Then my boy Foggy from, uh, Mighty Ducks. Oh, yeah! Ash brother. I forgot about that. Eldon Henson. Boom! Yeah. <laughs> Ducks fly together, Ross. Yeah, okay. I wasn't sure about that guy in the first episode for that character, but I, he kind of grew on me. Mm. And it, so what do you think of the show so far as It's a, cool. It, it's, yeah. it's, you know, it's not as campy. Yeah. It's a little more gritty, which is what I like in, you know, the comic book movies, like... Like all the Avengers and Iron Man are a little campy, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I'm not. I mean, great. I haven't really even seen the Avengers, but, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, Iron. But Iron Man Two was just like I hated that. Movie. Iron Man was Two was too much. Yeah. Yeah. I like the first one, but yeah, then, like the second one was just like. Well, fucking, you. Maybe. It really does seem like there's a schism in superhero stuff where you've got like your you know kind of colorful, campy, like more outwardly fun movies, and you have like your dark, gritty mm. ones. And, like, 
like it almost seems like it's bounced back to where like there have been so many like gritty superhero things that now people are like sick of that because like when that started in the 80s it was like or, or like with frank miller a lot of his stuff it was like in response to just how like lightweight a lot of that was and like trying to give him like real issues and <laughs> problems and stuff and, and like now it seems like that's like kind of the default so like some of the successful stuff like on tv the flash has been really successful by just being like a fun superhero thing mm. but i don't know i think mm. both can be done well and both can be fucked up too like that's fair like uh yeah i think i have issues too with like iron man 2 but not because of any like campiness or too yeah. it, it, there's just like too much stuff in that yeah movie. it's just not really my style the campiness yeah so well, what are like what are like some, what are examples of other ones you've seen where you're like I just didn't really care for. <laughs> I wasn't really a big fan of, with the exception of the first one, uh, the Sam Raimi Spider Man. Okay, so you like the first, but not yet. And nobody yeah. likes Spider Man Three. Yeah, yeah, Spider Man Three is. A, I mean, I'd rather watch Vanilla Ice go goes Amish, but uh, <laughs> so it's not the worst. Thing, it's not the worst. No, but. No, uh, no, I don't know if it's that bad. That I did was, like Spider-Man. That was a little a bit of an exaggeration, but Spider-Man Three was fucking garbage. Yeah, I just hated. I just hate when they make the villains like, especially Doc Ock. They're like he was controlled by his arms. I was like, that is stupid. Yeah, he's not a bad guy. He's controlled by his arms. That is retarded. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I was like, it, it lightens the load on the villain. Yeah, especially and especially him because like, I mean, it's cool if it like it kind of worked for Willem Dafoe and the Green Goblin. Mm-hmm. But it's like they did it with every villain. That was a pain in the dick. That was stupid. Yeah. And like Yeah, they kinda did. And like Doc Ock wasn't Doc Ock was a badass. He didn't give a shit. Yeah. So. Yeah. It was a little different take than a lot of the mm-hmm. comics and cartoon series things that they'd had before. I'll give you that. I, I liked his portrayal and I, I really like Spider-Man 2 I just really like as a movie. Oh. I think it's well done. But it and I also understand the criticism with that one that it like repeats a lot of the themes from the first movie too. Mm. It's almost like just a better version of the original film in a mm-hmm. way. But, but yeah. So Daredevil is going the darker, grittier. Yeah. Uh, mode. I mean, but I think it does it well. I think it does it yeah. better than a lot of other movies and ha- have recently. Well, better than the actual Daredevil movie. <laughs> well, yeah. If you want to go back to that, definitely. I I much much more so. And it's weird, it's almost weird that, yeah, Marvel has this universe with all these, like, you know, PG-13 movies and, like, kind of, like, yeah, sometimes colorful or, you know, campy or fun characters. And then they've got, like, Daredevil, which is in the same universe as all that, and is linked with those, sort of, but is, like, a TVMA, like, (laughs) pretty brutal show at times. But, like, again, like, I don't don't think it's just the direction that matters. It's, It's, like, understanding your storytelling and I, I think it's an engaging show i think it looks really good the characters are interesting which i'm surprised with all the bleeding into the movies recently like yeah like the avengers and like all that uh, that they haven't done a daredevil spider-man thing um so with daredevil they just got the rights back like last mm-hmm. year and yeah i guess decided tonally it made sense to work in with these other netflix shows they plan like ah. they're gonna do a Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist series too, mm-hmm. and then they're gonna team them up like an Avengers thing on Netflix, except you know like a, a mini series that's darker and set in the Hell's Kitchen. Mm. So it's an interesting experiment, and I think like Daredevil is a great start for it. So sure, we'll see. Oh yeah, because like even Spider Man, they share a villain. Yeah, like Kingpin so. and Spider Man, they they don't 
technically own the rights to him, but they, or at least the cinematic rights. Like, the whole reason the Amazing Spider-Man movies exist is because if Sony didn't make a movie, then the rights would have reverted to Marvel. So they had to make the movies in order to keep making Spider-Man movies. And because Sam Raimi's uh, Spider-Man 4 was going to take too long and they weren't sure about the creative direction. So they're just like, all right, let's push something out and get it made. And then it kind of failed. So now Marvel and Sony are working together on Spider-Man stuff. So Spider-Man will be part of the like Marvel movies and things or in that universe. Mm. But they're all rebooting it again because of all that. So it's kind of crazy, but... But yeah, like technically, Spider Man could show up in Daredevil season two if they wanted him to, right. because they just I, they just announced Daredevil's getting like a second season. I think yesterday. Yeah. But I'm not surprised at all. But yeah, I, I really like Kingpin's character in that show so far too. Yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio is awesome. Yeah, so. he kills it. it. They do a good job of like, it, like people keep saying like he's relatable. It's like well, not really, but. Yeah. But, like, they at least make him a character or someone with, you know, personal wants and needs and, like, conflicts and stuff as opposed to just being, like, an evil dick. Right. Like, he does a lot of pretty messed up things and he's, like, a really violent guy when he needs to, but he's interesting to watch. Yeah. Oh, well, he's always been a good actor, yeah. too. And uh, it, was, it was, I didn't even know he was in it R- <laughs> until really? I saw it. I looked at it and I just go... Man, that looks like Vincent D'Onofrio from The Cell if he was fat. <laughs> it is Vincent Holy D'Onofrio shit. from The Cell if he was fat. Holy shit, it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he is really good. I think they, they cast pretty much everyone well on that show. The mm. lead uh, who plays Daredevil has worked out well. From Boardwalk. The yeah. From Boardwalk. Yeah. yeah, better than, uh, His better boardwalk than Ben hair. Affleck. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. His whole Boardwalk hair, I was like, God damn it, just kill him. <laughs> yeah. Not 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 the most interesting character in a show with a lot of interesting characters. So. Right. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if there's really that much else to say about Daredevil without like going into specifics. Right. Deborah Ann Wool gives me a boner. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the quote from Jason. Yeah. That they would put on the like the posters and stuff. Yeah. If I was in True DVD Blood, I'd case. be the first one dead. <laughs> Seriously. But yeah, she was at the uh, Marvel event I went to this weekend, which was insane. And <laughs> told you a little bit about it. But Death yeah. by cinema. Yeah, this was uh, Monday and Tuesday. It started Monday at like 6 p.m. and it ended Tuesday at like 11 p.m. Jeez. And it was just movies the whole way through with like 20, 30 minute breaks. So how many So how many there, movies? 11 movies. 11, 11 movies. Uh, the movies themselves hours? are, yeah, 22, 24, somewhere around there in Jesus. hours. And, yeah, it's a lot. It, yeah. It was, it was, like, I... How many people died? How many people died? Yes. Like, in the theater? Yes. I don't think anyone died. It was... Come a, on, Ross, sell it. Come on. No, Mar- we, got, we got viewers now, man. <laughs> okay, it was, it was about 10%. Okay, cool. Passed. But Everybody it, you know, passed away. Everybody it was dead. worth, worth the effort. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> but it, w- it was a pretty fun event. Like they, none of the really really big actors sure. or actresses made it. But they they had like uh, they had John Favreau there to uh, cool. I- introduce Iron Man and kind of kick it off and stuff. And that was cool. Uh, Clark Gregg, who plays Agent Coulson, was there and brought everyone donuts at six thirty a.m., which was pretty sweet. Michael Rooker showed up because he's he's like a brief role in From Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. guy. He's in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. So before oh, Guardians of the Galaxy, he and James Gunn, who directed the film, 
uh, came in. And Michael Rooker, I'm, I think, is a crazy person. <laughs> like, uh, he, uh, he comes in and uh, someone reminds him, like, oh, Michael, you had a gift for everyone, right? It's like, oh, right. And he's like, yeah, I heard that. Uh, Clark Gregg brought all you guys donuts. And he ran backstage and he had half a thing of popcorn and just started throwing popcorn pieces at people. <laughs> and, uh, like, I talked to someone in line afterwards who had seen him outside. He's like, yeah, I got my picture taken with Michael Rooker when he was out there. He's like, he took it, but he demanded I not smile. <laughs> like, like, can't smile in this picture. He's just got to take it. It's just, <laughs> like, he kept randomly interrupting people, and he's a weird dude, but it was pretty funny. And uh, James Gunn was pretty cool. He was fun. Uh, yeah, they had the guy who played Sitwell, like Agent Sitwell, and Deborah and Mole. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was it was a pretty neat event, but it was also like twenty nine hours of stuff, so it's pretty exhausting. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, yeah. So I did see Avengers two, <laughs> which most people haven't seen. Uh, probably shouldn't talk spoilers, but uh, you mentioned Iron Man two, and there are a lot of similarities Iron Man two between with uh, Avengers two. Oh really? Yeah, just it, like it and and being a pile of shit. It, no, it's. So, so it's a I, it's a really entertaining film. Uh, like there's not really dull spots to it. Like it's it, and it's just like filled with fan service, but it's just so stuffed with stuff. Like it, it reminded me of my Iron Man two because that was another movie where Marvel's like, all right, we're gonna we have our whole universe. We have to push like all these different things and throw them all into this movie and try to make it make sense. And, like, Avengers 2 is the same way, where, like, within the first 30 minutes, there's so many plots and subplots and hints at future movies that are just, like, tossed in there, and Joss Whedon just has to figure out how to work with them and make them yeah. fit with... Because, like, you know Joss Whedon just signed on because he's... Or, like, he had done the first one, and he wanted to do a movie about, like, Ultron and, uh, and like, you know, work on some of the character stuff and the character's fears. And, like, that's something he always liked about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. When he worked on that, he would... Like, well, you watched most of Buffy, right? I watched the first three seasons. Oh, first three, okay. So. End of season four, there was an episode, uh, like the finale, after everything was taken care of, where everybody's just dreaming. Like, they're all asleep, but they're all in, like, kind of the shared, like, dream world thing. And, yeah, it was all about the fears and, like, kind of abstract renderings of all that. And uh, there's a lot of that, actually, in Age of Avengers. Like, it had a similar thing where... Because Scarlet Witch's power is to, like, kind of get into people's heads and mess with them. Like, she started putting them in, like, you know, renderings of their worst fears. And sometimes, like, history, sometimes, like, premonitions of the future and stuff like that. And, like, that was that was interesting. And you could tell Joss Whedon, like, really cared about it. And there's a relationship between two characters that I won't, I won't say just in case, it, you know, there's... <laughs> just in case people don't know and don't want to <laughs> know any of that because... It's all over the internet, but, you know, never know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I thought it was really well done, or it was an interesting way of deepening both of those characters. And uh, hmm. so I liked all that stuff, and I liked Ultron, the character, a lot. Um, the vision's really cool when he shows up, but uh, there's, yeah, there's just so much stuff that they are trying to do. Like, uh, I don't know, I, I, I won't go, uh, maybe I'll believe that. I don't want to, I want to say too much, but there's, like, a whole... The segment of the movie where there's like there's no real reason this needs to be in here other than you want to set up this other movie and make that seem exciting but yeah so i don't know i i liked it but i also get uh i i, I get the feeling it's gonna be kind of divisive movie because mm. 
there's just so much going on. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend jumping right into the Avengers 2. <laughs> like, especially if you haven't been watching... Like, if you haven't seen most of the Marvel movies, then Avengers 2 just isn't, like, a good story. Like, Avengers 1, I feel like you could just throw on and enjoy it. Like, even if you don't know anything about the characters, mm -hmm. there's enough there in the beginning to introduce them all and pull them in. Yeah. And, like, it's about them assembling and trying to work as a team. Whereas, yeah. like, Avengers 2... Even though they haven't been a team for multiple movies, it just starts and they're, like, assaulting a base together and shit. And, like, it's just crazy from there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the first one people keep telling, me to, keep telling me to watch, but it's like, I didn't like Iron Man 2. I didn't see Iron Man Iron Man 3. 2 is, like, probably the weakest Marvel movie. I, I didn't I didn't see, or I didn't like the first Captain America. I, don't, I didn't like Thor. Like, yeah. Yeah. You don't have to. I yeah. would say Avengers is better than the other ones there. Like I like yeah. I like Captain America one and Thor one is okay, but uh, I Iron Man two had some issues. Incredible Hulk had some issues. Rewatching that the other night, uh, but the one with Edward Norton. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like it just doesn't have a story. <laughs> like the the whole movie is he's pursued by government agents and on the run. Then at the end, he's pursued by government agents and on the run. And, like, <laughs> the big fight is just, like, Tim Roth's guy just kind of, like, it, they start giving him some, you know, enhancements. And then he wants more enhancements. So he gets more enhancements and he fights the Hulk and he dies. <laughs> like, there's nothing there. It's just, like, like uh, you know, there's the Hulk cares about Betty Ross, but then that doesn't go anywhere either. So it just, I don't know. Like, it, it's cool effects and stuff, but it just doesn't matter really yeah. like nothing happens in that movie a lot happens in Avengers 2 but and, and like there is more purpose to it than like Iron Man 2 because Iron Man 2 like it that also felt like they're just kind of spinning their wheels and making stuff happen mm -hmm. uh I actually you you would might like Iron Man 3 mm -hmm. Iron Man 3 is pretty sweet and uh, like that's one that fans are I like the first one like the yeah first the first one, first one was awesome first one is good I like Iron Man 3 even more than the first one Jesus. but uh, I a lot of fans hate Iron Man 3 just mm. because of what they do with one of the villains from the comic books, but it's fucking awesome. <laughs> and you okay. Gotta, you gotta see Ben Kingsley in a really cool role, too. And it's Shane Black movie, so it's, Oh, sweet. Uh, yeah, like, you know, Lethal Kiss, Weapon. Kiss, bang, bang. Yeah. It's very... It has a lot of similarities to Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. Hey! Like, not... Same. Obviously, oh, yeah, not, no, no gay parody. R-rated. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no gay parody, unfortunately. <laughs> Damn it. But it's really funny. It's got a great script. For everybody in the Midwest, sorry we said fuck so much. <laughs> that might be the greatest closing line in history of film. Yeah, that's 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 a real underrated movie. Yeah, it's, it's great. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, it, Probably the movie that... At least got people, you know, in the conversation of Robert Downey Jr. again. Yeah, I don't think he would have had a sh even a shot at Iron Man. It was a it was a hard movie. sell for a lot of them anyway. Sure. But I think that was a big part of it because like, like that movie was seeing, such a surprise. Yeah, like, after seeing Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and they announced him as Iron Man, like so many people were like, "What Robert Downey Jr.? What are they thinking?" Right. That was me. Like, yes, right. <laughs> like, I was like that could be interesting. That's for sure. gonna be great. He is Tony Stark. Like. Right. He, totally works for it and uh, but yeah yeah obviously that paid off for them but uh they've cast really well all together but yeah. but yeah I, I i would check out iron man 3 uh, guardians of the galaxy is a lot of fun too like of those might be my favorites so far but but i don't know our uh, avengers avengers 2 is just nuts oh like, speaking of um 
Guardians of the Galaxy reminded me of this. Uh-huh. I'm, I, I can't remember the last time I've been able to say this, but I'm actually excited about Jurassic Park. Yeah, I hope it's good, man. I hope so, too, but it, that trailer looks bitching. The trailers have been pretty good. The clip they showed kind of sucked, I thought. Oh, really? It, but, I mean, I it, it, was, it was just uh, Chris Pratt and uh, Bryce Dallas Howard's character. He's trying to finger banger. Basically, yeah. yeah. Where he's just, yeah, it's it's just, like, kind of, like, old, <laughs> it's like old Hollywood sexism stuff, and it's just kind of lame. Like you it, want to go it, make Whoopi? Like, there are a lot of people who are just like, oh, this is so offensive and sexist because of the way you act, but really it was just badly written and lame. Like, <laughs> everything's sexist. Now. Everything is. Like, uh, this, this whole thing with Avengers 2, uh, it's been online today where. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy Renner might be my hero after well, that apology. So many people. That's so good. Do you want to explain what's yeah, going on? Yeah, for, so. Because I've seen a lot of people, like, even some people I follow on Twitter who are like acting upset about it, and it's like friends. Like, well, or... not really, not anyone I know personally. But uh-huh. it 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 was just like a press tour because all the actors have to do these endless press tours, yeah. as answering the same like dumb questions over right. and over and over and over and over again. So it's uh, Jeremy Renner and Chris Evans just at an interview, and the woman asking the questions asks something like, "Well, um, Black Widow is with." somebody i won't say in this new movie it, but you know there was it, it was sort of setting up in past movies like in the avengers jeremy renner you could have had a relationship with black widow after that or uh in in captain america 2 captain america and black widow kind of seemed to have a thing so uh kind of a shipping question what do you think about that with the relationships and jeremy renner you can tell is just sick of these questions and kind of laughing to himself and he just goes oh she's a slut uh, like it but, like, as a jilted lover kind of thing. Like, oh, fuck that. You know, like, I wanted to get with her, but no, she's a slut. I don't want her anyway. That kind of thing. And they're just laughing about it. And, it, like, obviously the joke being, like, asking someone about a romantic relationship that doesn't even exist. So they're just playing it. Uh, like, oh, yeah, well, she has a prosthetic leg anyway, he says. Like, I didn't want anything to do with her. And, uh, but, but the whole thing turned into the... Oh, that's great. The whole thing turned into, you know, well, oh, Jeremy Renner is a slut shamer. Yeah. And, and this is all slut shaming and, you know, backwards <laughs> backwards thought in terms of, you know, or double standards for women and who they sleep with. And it had nothing to do with that. Like, it wasn't even... It, but that's that's how everything is phrasing it. Like, oh, right. well, Jeremy Renner called her a slut. And, yeah. uh, and Chris Evans agreed with him. Yeah. It's like, no, neither of them said that this fictional character is a slut. I want to know. Literally, like, they dude, didn't mean that. It right? was a fucking joke about. <laughs> it's like that, that's why I would never. I don't think I ever want to get that big. I want to just. <laughs> I want to be like this famous, like you know, like not that famous. I don't want to ever be like that because, like, I'm gonna fuck that. I'm gonna pull some shit like that. Yeah. I know I'm gonna say something. Like one of my favorite jokes. Like somebody I read a post on when the last Twilight came out, mm-hmm. and like somebody wrote Twilight. The beautiful love story of one woman's choice between necrophilia and bestiality. <laughs> right. And I was dying. I would well, say okay. so, I would say you something say like that. that. <laughs> but if this goes on, you know they would probably be like it's... necrophilia and bestiality offends everything and Well, well no. Like this is just because like right now, you know, 
like women. I mean, yeah, we think it's okay to say it, but like people fucking. Well, but nobody's <laughs> gonna defend like necrophilia or bestiality or anything. They're gonna be like, "Why are you talking about Bella like that?" Yeah, well, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know, kind of. But it, like it, in this in this case, it's Edward has a soul. It's because those words, or especially the word "slut," has like even if it's ingest and not that's not even like the meaning of it there mm-hmm. or it's like kind of making fun of himself and the question as opposed to the character there it's such a heated thing that like yeah oh, people have to blow it out of proportion completely and, in all fairness some people are sluts male and female yeah well and that's the thing there's no like it's the whole player slut double standard thing where like with a man if he sleeps with a lot of women then it's like Mm -hmm. oh well good for him and with women then it's slut shaming and stuff that's why this that's why people are pissed off about this and why it gets like heated but it's just to me it's like this is such a ridiculous context to be upset about that sure where it's like yeah it's a word and yeah like it's something that a pissed off like bro would say about you know like being jilted by some girl (laughs) like and that's what he was playing and joking about in this little thing right so he he said something like i apologize that my comment about a fictional character offended anyone (laughs) but uh, (laughs) then he said something like you know i just go fuck i slipped up during a long boring and tedious press tour it's like yeah (laughs) that happens (laughs) it and it would be it would be so hard because like if you're watching every word you say in one of those and it's just the same shit over and over and over again, it's just mentally draining. Seriously. Like, <laughs> if I ever got that big, I think I'd be like Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's yeah, a, <laughs> yeah, he's the running back for the Seattle yeah, Seahawks. And he hates the press. Uh-huh. Like, well, like he doesn't, he's not like belligerent, but like he... He's like he even admits he's like I don't like talking to people. Like mm-hmm. he's like I'm shy. I don't like having interviews. Yeah. So he just literally just goes up there. They ask him questions. He's just like I'm just here so I won't get fined. Mm-hmm. And like he had to do that for like 15 minutes. Yeah, and yeah. Shit. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. It's just everything's so reactionary today that it's hard to yeah. even like even if you want to just speak your mind to the press, it's like really tough. Like poor Joss Whedon's in the middle of that. Joss Whedon being you know like this renowned feminist writer, right? Like, he's written all these roles about, like, strong female characters who are complex and interesting. And with Avengers 2, they're trying to be like, oh, well, Joss Whedon just... With Black Widow, he just made her the girlfriend this time around. Or, like, the damsel in distress. Which she's totally not in that movie. Like, if... It it just seems like if a woman's even in a relationship now in one of those movies, then they're immediately like, oh, well, they're just pushing... It's like, well, but, you know, then... Does that make him the dumb boyfriend? <laughs> oh, I said a name. I'll, I'll bleep that. But but like, it, does that does that really like does it work both ways then? Because she's like the more active character in all of that. Like that's actually giving her drive and reason to do stuff, and not just like him, but like her evolving as a person. Like they bring in her history in a pretty significant way in the new movie and. But people just ignore that because right. then they paired her up with someone. So I'm she's already just pissed, her. so I'm not going to think. It's, and a lot of people haven't even seen the movie, probably, Yeah, are saying that. People are stupid. And people who get offended by jokes are even the dumbest assholes <laughs> on the face of this planet. Yeah. Uh, it, to me, it's all about the target of the joke. Like, Sure. It, like, I get if you're offended by something because it's actually targeting something you care about. But, but like, yeah. Subject matter is totally different than 
targets. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, Anthony Jeselnik's got a bit about that. It's fucking great. <laughs> He's talking about his first time on, like, uh, either Letterman or Leno or something. And uh, so standards and practices start <laughs> yeah, with breaking Jeselnik. down. It's especially Jeselnik. Yeah. And, uh... So he's got a joke about Asian people at a laundromat, or <laughs> like the uh-huh. punchline is something about a laundry, like a stereotypical laundromat. Yeah. And so they're like, "You can't do that. that's offensive towards Asian Americans, and we can't have that. You yeah. have to change it, and you have five minutes to go change the punchline." <laughs> so he goes, "Okay." So so he pretty much says the same setup, but then the punchline is build a railroad. <laughs> and the standards and practices like. Oh, okay, that's good enough. <laughs> it's like, that's worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, fucking, you're, and, like, that's the, and that's the overall punchline of that whole bit. He just goes, yeah, people who get offended by jokes are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, he's brutal. Yeah. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Like, he doesn't, that's why I love him. Like, mm. he doesn't give a shit. Right. Like, he's uh, like, like, okay, I, get <laughs> mad. That's all, you're only fueling my fire. That's all you're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, and with someone like him, he makes fun of so many things and kind of plays a character himself to a degree. Yeah. That like that distance can help get away with a lot of he, stuff. He fascinates me. Yeah. Uh, he's not. He's not one of my f- more favorite comics, but he just fascinates me because he's a comedy villain and like we haven't. Really, yeah. You've never really seen it. Because, like, most guys are, like, like they're, like, humble and you, you find something to love about them. Yeah. Jeselnik's a horrible individual. <laughs> like, his jokes really are terrible. Really sells himself that way. Yeah, yeah, his jokes are, he's a terrible human being. Yeah. I mean, Daniel Tosh <laughs> tried to do the same thing. Kind of, yeah. Jeselnik is a better stand-up, I think. Yeah, <laughs> he does better jokes. Yeah. So, he, he does, like, structured jokes. Right. I mean, they like everything I've learned is like Jeselnik does it. it's classic wordplay misdirection, like every joke he does. Cool. And um, so, <laughs> yeah. So you know, that's uh, that's the Avengers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, anything oh, else? Oh, Scarlett you... Johansson gives me a boner too. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's offensive. No. <laughs> that's a compliment. What we're talking about? <laughs> Scarlett Johansson. Seriously? Yes. <laughs> So anything else uh, we got this week or? Nope. Yep. No. All right. We'll catch you guys next week. (laughs) Yeah, buddy.